Boston Celtics get the wire-to-wire blowout win over the Utah Jazz. Started with their defense, then Jason Tatum went nuts. I'm going to talk about it all right now on a bonus Lockdown Celtics podcast. Be ever ready. Recognize the city of champs. Boston, baby, we do what you can't. Locked on number 18, Tatum and Brown, J team. Step back, we gon' wet that and slay teams. Of course, the Celtics, who else could it be? Screaming like KG with the Larry OB. Corral is above average, assessing the team status. Best daily pod, no cap, salary matching. Clutch like Bird to DJ, keep John on replay. Primetime, dapping up the truth on the sideline. Green and Jays, how it started, raising banners, how we finished. Locked on Celtics pod, home of the winners. B. Hey there, welcome back to the Lockdown Celtics podcast right here in the Lockdown Podcast Network where it's your team every day and I got you covered every day with a free fresh podcast dropped directly to your device if you subscribe. So go ahead, hit that subscribe button on your favorite podcasting app. Get onto that YouTube page, hop into the comment section, however you want to consume this podcast. It exists wherever. So if you're new to the show, make yourself an everydayer a person that's with me Monday through Friday. And then on these bonus podcasts, when they play on Friday night and when they play on Saturday night. So every, every game I'm doing a post game. So make sure you're following along. If you are new, I'm John Corrales. I used to play a long time ago. Now I'm covering the Celtics for Boston sports journal. And today I'm covering a 126 97 beat down of the Utah jazz. Just I'm from the beginning, Utah, never, not once, had a chance. Uh, Very first play of the game, Celtics turn the ball over. Jalen Brown turns it over, and it felt like once he turns it over, in my head I'm going, oh, okay, this is going to be the kind of game this is. And both he and Jason Tatum rush back, and I forget who they blocked. It might have been Sexton or whoever it was. They, They get the block at the rim. And then 20 seconds later, they get another block at the rim. And it was obvious that the Celtics were not going to let this game get away from them. They weren't going to slack on defense. They forced the jazz in the first quarter to shoot four of 11, four of 11 in the restricted area. And that is, I think where this game was won right away. Joe Missoula always talks about the, Misses at the rim, missed layups, uh, and those leading to opportunities for the other team. Always giving up these four-on-threes, five-on-fours. When you miss a layup, maybe you're fall or you're looking for a foul or whatever, you're just behind the play. And right away, Boston, in the first, especially six minutes, I'd say, of the first quarter, got the blocks, got the challenges at the rim. Even when they didn't block them, they they got the challenges at the rim. I know they gave up six offensive rebounds in the first quarter. Those happened later. The, the, the Jazz were able to sort of keep it close because of those later in the first quarter. And it was a 30 to 15 first quarter. It could have been 35 to 15, which it quickly became in the second quarter. It could have been 40 to 15. But it was 30 to 15 because the Celtics did give up some offensive rebounds. And the Celtics didn't shoot particularly great in the first quarter themselves. 
not as bad as the Utah Jazz, who shot 18.5%, 5 of 27, 1 of 12 from 3. Boston was 11 of 24, so that's okay. But 5 of 15 from 3, that's not great. Uh, and they only got to the line four times in the first quarter, but they still managed to, to put up a 15-point lead. It all started from the beginning, protecting the rim, getting those blocks, getting those challenges, clearing away the rebounds, and going on a 12-2 run to start the game. Then in the second quarter, they started on a 12-0 run. So they started each quarter very strong. And once the defense was established and – once it was clear that Utah wasn't hitting their threes, they just never really got going. They had one little stretch uh, where it was like what an 11-3 run at the end of the second quarter. And I thought Joe Missoula called a good timeout there, and I think it was their mandatory timeout anyway, but still, it was like an 11-3 run, and Boston had a 36-point lead. And it got down to 28, right? It's a 28 point lead. So I say got down to. But three, three and a half minutes to go in the in the second quarter, it was just enough time for the Celtics to slow down, to start messing around, to kind of, you know, let go of the rope, so to speak something that they have done in the past. And I thought that was a good timeout to just try to nip that in the bud. And they came back and they went on a run and they, they pushed the lead out to like 37, 30 or so, whatever it was. Uh, they, they increased their lead. They, they got all of the points back and then like another one after that timeout. And to me, that was important. If, if the Celtics now was 28, right? Three minutes to go. If you give up, Let's just say you give up another 11 2. It was 11 3. So let's just say it gets to 22 to 5, right? And that, that lead gets down to around 20. I'm not going to do the math. Whatever the math is, let's just say it gets down to around 20. Now you come out in the third quarter, and there's this feeling of, in the I would say in the jazz locker room, there would be a feeling of, hey guys, we came out, we got our butts kicked, we went down 35 36, we cut it down to 20. Now let's come out. Let's go on a little run to start the third quarter and just get it down. Just we're not getting it all back at once. Get it down to 15. After you get it down to 15, see if you can get it down to 13 to 12. It happened so quickly in the NBA. The Celtics never let that happen. It was a little 11-2, 11-3 run. And then they call the timeout. They come out. They answer with a run of their own. And from there, it was just coasting. You see, the, the, the lead never really dipped below 28, 29, but it was just the Celtics were on cruise control the rest of the way. It's exactly what you want. You want come out, smack the other team in the mouth. Good team beats the tar out of a bad team. And you cruise after that, not the reverse, not the, you cruise. And then you wait till the fourth quarter and, and beat beat on the bad team. Celtics, 27 minutes for Jalen Brown, 24 and a half for Jason Tatum, 20, just about 27 for Porzingis, 26 for Derek White, 23 and a half for Drew Holiday. Those, those are great, great numbers there. Al Horford didn't play. He rested. They are uh, on a back-to-back. They're going to go to Indiana. The Indiana Pacers had a very similar game 
against Atlanta. They were at home. So they beat the Atlanta Hawks by 34. Jeez, 150 to 116. So that, um, that yeah, wow. Uh, so blowout night in the NBA. Knicks blew out the, the Sixers. Washington blew out the, the Wizards. Uh, L.A. kind of the Clippers kind of blew out the Pelicans. Phoenix, it did lots of blowouts. Dallas blows out Portland. Lots of blowouts in the, in the league. Uh, OKC lost hmm. to Brooklyn. They were down big. Anyway, that's a little diversion. Point is, the Celtics uh, just kept it going. Kept it going. And now with Indiana on the back-to-back, there was no let-up. They got to rest. They didn't overlook the Utah Jazz. They didn't uh, – this wasn't a trap game at all. They came out, and, and again, it's the defense. It's the defense that leads to transition, and like defense goes to transition, and transition leads to baskets, and baskets mean the Jazz had to take the ball out of the net and go against the set defense, and then the set defense was playing well, and they got back out into transition again and just kind of rolls like that. And without the three-point shot falling for the Utah Jazz, they they had no no way of stopping this momentum. They had no way of stopping this run in any meaningful way. So uh, Jason Tatum had a great game. Jason Tatum was amazing. Uh, Let's talk about Jason Tatum in just a second. Today's show brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. It's the start of the new year, and every small business owner is asking themselves the same question. What's the one move I can make that'll take my business to the next level? Almost like a Brad Stevens type question. LinkedIn Jobs knows the answer. Brad Stevens doesn't have a LinkedIn Jobs for a big wing that he might be looking for or a backup big. You have the answer as a small business owner because LinkedIn isn't just another job board. It has a vast network of more than a billion professionals. It makes it the best place to hire. Super easy when you've got that many quality candidates. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. So if your small business is looking to hire, post your job for free at linkedin.com slash LockdownNBA. LinkedIn.com slash LockdownNBA. Post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Today's show also brought to you by Hungry Roots. Hungry Root is the easiest way to get fresh, high-quality food direct. I'm going to say that again, directly delivered to your door. Healthy groceries, simple, simple recipes, all in one place. Go to hungryroot.com slash locked on hungryroot.com slash locked on. You take a short quiz, super fun, you know, share your goals. Tell, tell them everything, your flavor of preferences, the, the kitchen appliances you like to use. They will recommend recipes and groceries based on your tastes. You can take their suggestions or you can just choose whatever they want whatever you want. Fresh produce, high quality meat and seafood, pantry staples, healthy snacks, even sweets. You can eat healthy and still get sweets. Best part is Hungry Root follows the simple standard. It's got to taste good, be quick to make, contain whole, trusted ingredients, right? Spend less time meal planning, shopping, cooking. Enjoy the healthy food that you actually love with Hungry Root. Right now, you are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. At hungryroot.com slash locked on. You get 40% off your first delivery, free veggies for life at hungryroot.com 
slash locked on. Don't forget to use that link. That's how they know that we sent you. Thanks for making Locked On Celtics your first listen every day. Hey, by the way, sorry about the audio issues yesterday. I had, it's very simple. I turned the dial too far. My audio sucked. Apologies for that yesterday. I think it sounds better now. I'm not peaking. I'm not, I don't sound like a lunatic. I'm sorry. Uh, join me every day. Bonus podcasts whenever there's a game. So if you're new to the show, every time they play. So I'm podcasting for like 13 straight days. So you can get your fix, your Celtics fix. No one is giving you this much Celtics content. You're a super duper Celtics fan. I'm here to give you your full fix. All right, let's get back to the conversation here for this game. Jason Tatum, when he has that pull-up jumper going, I've said it before, the pull-up jumper has not been great for Jason Tatum. This season, last season, the season before, he's had one good season, one really good season of pull-up jumpers, one average season at best. Every every other season he's played, the pull-up jumper has not been great. But in this game, it was on. Five of eight from three. When Tatum is shooting like that, you got no chance. You just got no chance. 30 points, nine rebounds, five assists for him. 14 free throw attempts. I think this is the first time he's ever had more free throw attempts, 14, than field goal attempts, 12. That's how you score 30 points, 12 field goal attempts. Very, very efficient night. 50, 62 and a half, 93% shooting splits for Jason Tatum, who was a plus 34. Uh, good performances all the way around, though. Jalen Brown didn't shoot great overall from the field. Uh, 13 points, five assists for him, a steal, a block, three turnovers, just three turnovers for him, one turnover for Jason Tatum. That's that's really good. This is really good. The Celtics protected the ball extraordinarily well here in this game. They only turned the ball over 12 times, and some of that's garbage time. They, uh, they, they not only protected the ball well, they turned the – the the jazz over a bunch now overall in this game 18 that includes garbage time for 26 points uh it was 12 at one point for uh before the um before garbage time it was 12 and the celtics got 21 points off of the 12 turnovers uh that that's just a big uh a big conversion rate when when you're converting on that many points 12 turnovers is not a lot of turnovers i mean that was basically through most of like three quarters it's, it's not great but it's four per quarter um and to convert 21 points off of those that's that's live ball turnovers you're forcing they're they're not just turning the ball over out of bounds they're not they're not just traveling they're not just committing offensive fouls these are steals that the celtics are getting so they converted on a lot of that and um that was that that that's just that like I said the defense that that played into that as well. So Jalen, uh, aside from the five of twelve, uh, but look, what am I like? He hits one more shot, six of twelve, and it looks like he's got a, got a great shooting night. So he was fine. Porzingis was great, uh, nineteen points. He got to the line twelve times, five five rebounds for him, a couple of assists. Uh, the Celtics unbothered by zone. And this is this was my line of questioning afterwards uh, in this game. The Celtics, honestly, the thing like Will Hardy was a coach on this team. He knows these guys, and he came in with a plan. It was a plan that worked in Utah the last time, 
and it it just uh, hasn't worked since, and it definitely didn't work in this game because this is a different team. This team, whatever Will Hardy knew about the Celtics, that's done. That's out. It's gone. This Celtics team, very different. You can throw some zone at them. Okay, fine. In this particular case, they got it to Jason Tatum in the middle of the zone. Kristaps Porzingis down in the dunker. Very easy. And, and Tatum made quick decisions. That That's such an easy way to beat the zone. If you're going to collapse it with Jason Tatum in the middle and have Kristaps Porzingis behind that back line uh, defense, like, forget it. That you're not gonna that that zone's not gonna work. I'm curious to see how it's gonna work against more zone heavy teams, more creatively zone heavy teams. But the the Celtics have the formula to beat zones, and if they just keep their heads, this is gonna be very easy for them to do it. So uh, they did that. They you want to blitz Tatum? No problem. Gets off the ball quick. Uh, Jalen Brown gets off the ball quick, doesn't fall into traps. Uh, this, the Celtics, all of the things that you might think, well, oh, they're going to play down to the opponent. Nope. They ha- have they played down to, they they had that one stretch, uh, Memphis Charlotte, where they just didn't play great. And, you know, they got a win. They, they got wins. And so that's, that's fine. Uh, you know, they kind of learned their lesson there. But aside from that, they haven't really played down two opponents they've they've kind of been themselves they've been pretty good they they so they didn't look ahead to indiana which would have been understandable they uh weren't bothered by zones they weren't bothered by the uh shot blocking of walker kessler the rim protection of walker kessler uh i think by the way the utah jazz should be star- well, i don't know why walker kessler isn't starting but regardless okay whatever that's fine uh fine for Boston at this point. And none of that stuff bothered them. The Celtics are a different team. This Celtics team is different from teams of the past. It's just how it is. Forget it. We we've got to stop. And that's me too. This team last year wouldn't have done this. This team last year, this team last year, blah, 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 blah. We've got to forget about last year. This is not last year's team. Last year's team is gone. If last year's Celtics played this year's Celtics in a seven-game series, this year's team might sweep last year's. They're just a different team. And maybe I overvalued some of who was around last year. Maybe it's maybe I didn't, and it's just that this mix of players is flat-out better. Just the right mix, the right temperament, the right everything. Having Kristaps Porzingis is such a big deal. He is such a matchup issue that if if used correctly, then he can be impossible to guard. The Celtics can be impossible to guard. And with Tatum playing a game like this and Jalen Brown playing the games, you know, the way he's been playing, again, five assists, but they each tied for the team lead with five assists apiece. That's amazing. And it's not like the Celtics shot 45% from three, by the way. 17 of 49, 34.7%. That's below average. There was a below average shooting night and 43.3% shooting overall. Below average shooting night. And they still got five assists apiece and 24 assists overall. So 10 of the 24 assists 
out of your two star players, that's really good. That's amazing. So the Celtics are a different team this year. Jalen, extraordinarily different. After a slow start, he's come around very different. Tatum is figuring it out. He's playing differently. He's playing with more confidence and more trust. Porzingis, like I said, is a matchup nightmare. Drew Holiday, Derek White, both playing great basketball for the most part. I know Holiday had a bad game against OKC. Uh, White has been great. He was, uh, what are you, but he had 10 points, seven, seven rebounds, three assists in this game. Eh, okay, plus 19. Holiday, 14 points, six of eight shooting, two of three from three, six rebounds and assists, two, two block shots. Nice, nice bounce back from OKC. Those two guys, steady, man, just steady. There's no, there's no kind of wild variations from these guys. This team is methodical now. They're just methodical. As much as I enjoyed having some of these players on last year's team and still like them as people and as players, the fact is this mix, it's just a lot better. It's just a lot better. So they're still going to have, like, I still anticipate a lapse here or there. There is still the potential for a two, three, four-game losing streak somewhere in this schedule. It still exists. But so far, 17-0 at home. They're 27-7 and now, best team in the league by two, two and a half games. They're they're a juggernaut, man. They they are rolling. This is the best Celtics basketball we've seen since KG and Paul Pierce, without a doubt. Not like, not as much fun as the Isaiah Thomas teams. Those teams were like outlier, crazy, like fun, chip on their shoulder, all of that. That those teams are super super fun. This team is better. This team is methodical, and they're doing it on both ends. Super impressed. And then you've got like the energy plays that. Uh, O'Shea Brissett made, which were huge. Uh, the the alley oop to Sam Hauser starts with a dive from O'Shea Brissett. He dives it, dives, saves it, gets it over. I uh, forget to who Holiday, maybe up to Derek White, up ahead to uh, Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown sees uh, Sam Hauser cutting baseline, throws the alley oop, and there's another alley oop from Jalen Brown to Sam Hauser. Seeing one of those a year is surprising. Seeing two of those in a year is like, what the hell? Why couldn't FanDuel put put odds on that? Why couldn't I have found that prop bet? I would have put a lot of money. If you'd put a lot of money on that, man, oh my God. That, I wouldn't even have to do this podcast. I'd still do this podcast, but I wouldn't have to. Great win. Great win all the way around. Top to bottom, start to finish. The Celtics did everything. They, they out-hustled, they outworked. Then they got some lucky breaks, some weird kind of uh, bounces that it ended up in their favor. When you work that hard, the basketball gods reward you. It's that simple. Utah Jazz, on top of being outmatched, overmatched, they, were, they had you know an off-shooting night, just a horrible shooting night. So on top of all of everything that Boston was doing well, the Jazz had like one of those nights. And that's what leads to uh, a lead as big as 36 for the Celtics. Now they are, you know, as I'm recording this, they're probably 
landing or about to land in Indiana. Like I said, both teams are in a back-to-back, so we'll see how that um, impacts this game. Should be fun. I don't know if Kristaps Porzingis is going to play. Uh, they have been holding him out of back-to-backs, but because he didn't play 27 minutes, maybe maybe he does play in this back-to-back. Two games in Indy. Obviously, I will be here for all the games in Indy and all the games on the schedule, so make sure you're subscribed wherever you get your podcasts. Watch the show on YouTube. Become an everydayer. Become one of those fans that is just uh, like my favorite fan. I love all of you. I really love all of you if you're new, but I, I especially love the people who, especially the people who have come up to me and said hi at the arena. Always, always, always. I love people coming up and saying hi. Have a little conversation. Uh, if you're listening every day, you're like my buddy. And be a pal, be a friend, share the podcast now, spread the word for me. Let everybody know they should be listening to and watching the Lockdown Celtics podcast right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. It's your team every day.